0: Welcome to episode nineteen of Empty Out the Clip Podcast, part of the West West Network, brought to you by WestWestnet dot com. Go follow us on all our social media pages, the West West Network, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to get updates on our latest podcasts coming out every week. It is six forty Saturday, twenty-ninth of May, twenty twenty-one. Right now I'm watching the Crusaders Waratahs Super Rugby Trans Tasman game The score is 23 to the Waratahs, 40 to the Crusaders 62 minutes in the second half Yep, just expected another New Zealand team Kicking some Aussie ass No surprises there Probably not really exciting This competition, the Trans Tasman Rugby, Super Rugby competition not as exciting as the NBA anyway, so today on the podcast i got a special guest, Adam Tuffle from the Success Recipe podcast, also part of the West, West Network. Go check out this podcast on Spotify and everywhere else you get your podcasts. So Adam, so me and Adam talk about the NBA and the first round of the NBA playoffs, so we go through each of the series and just give our takes on them, each of them. So yeah, man, you will be listening to a NBA special episode. Enjoy your listen. Thanks. Five, four,
1: three, two, one. You are now listening to Empty Out The Clip.
0: Yo, what's up, everybody? Adam Tafa is here with me right now, host of the Suggest Recipe podcast. We're gonna talk to you guys about some um, NBA. Adam over here is gonna empty out his clip on uh, his Boston Celtics. We had a good win, had a good win today. Um, Jason Tatum scored a 50 piece on the on the Nets. Uh, you know, the things are were, we're looking down after those two two wins from the Brooklyn Nets. Now we're back in in Boston, and Boston coming away with they win. So, as you can see, I got my jumped on your bandwagon. I jumped on the Boston yeah. bandwagon. <laughs> it was good, to have you. yeah, man. Just to keep the series interesting, man. But it was good. It was a good game.
1: Mm. How'd you find it? Yeah, well, you know, you mentioned the first two games uh, in Brooklyn. You know, they won convincingly, and then even to start the game it was like nineteen four. So. You know, it just looked like things were going to continue on that, that same path. But, um, yeah, the, the young guys really stood up. Um, as you mentioned, you know, Tatum with his 50 points. But, um, you know, I think it was the way he did it. You know, the play, I mean, he was up against a big three. And, you know, he had a lot of support. But basically, I mean, pulling up his 50, you know, over Durant, like, I mean, that shows a sign of maturity. But, um, yeah, definitely a a strong performance by the Seas today and, um, you know, I predicted maybe a, a 4-2 series victory still to Brooklyn and, um, you know, that could still be on the cards. Celtics could easily uh, take both games at home and then, you know, Brooklyn could uh, could win the next game at home and then take one on the road. Um, yeah, I, I still think that's probably too much to expect a seven-game series or even a, an upset but, um, yeah, it was promising to see what, what Tatum can do. The, against you know a big three as well for such a young guy did they
0: needed that 50 points effort from jason tatum i thought kimball walker had to step up too but it, it was okay it was okay in that game i think um, marcus smart was was the second highest scorer there but his defense was awesome
1: yeah um, marcus smart's been doing that for many seasons um just a gritty defender um you know it's really good at milking or hollywooding the uh, the offensive uh, fouls as well, he's really good at that um, but yeah, second, second highest score I think and then um, uh, Thompson you know, a veteran, been to many playoffs with the the Cavs and, and Lebron, he really stepped up today in the paint um, and then you know somebody who has a lot of uh, potential in Fournier, you know he stepped up I think he was like 5 from 7 or something maybe from the 3 point line so I mean, you know, having two or three other guys getting in double digits really helped. Really helped Tatum out because when you look at the uh, look at Brooklyn, basically the big three were the only ones that got in double digits. So, you know, if you can minimize them and the Celtics can have a couple of guys supporting, even without Jalen Brown, you know, that they look like they can really live up to their potential.
0: Yeah, you me- you mentioned Tristan Thompson, and he's um, he he was the third score higher score with 19 points um he, he's another guy that's you know been through the wars with you know with playoff experience with um with the Cavs under lebron james and you know they're coming to boston Celtics um you know all that experience you know would be good for them i think that it was this year i saw him playing for for boston and i is it well was this his first year
1: yeah yeah this was his first year um and it's funny because you know when the Cavs were starting to take over the East, was when when LeBron had 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 moved from Miami, so it was always Boston Miami, and then it was Boston Cavs. So you know he he's got a history with obviously uh, not liking the Celtics. So it's funny to see him in in the green. Um, but yeah, he he showed what experience he's got today um, in, in today's playoff game. So yeah, definitely uh, been around a long time. Small so, yeah. bit.
0: The previous two games. Um... Game one and game two. What do you think the big difference? Uh, obviously, Jason Tatum scored the 50 points, but when you look back at game one and two, what what needed to happen for Boston to to step up and and what you saw in this game?
1: I think um, whether it was confidence or like a lack of variation and a lot of their screenplay and um, and just the variety that they had on on mixing it up on offense to um, to yeah, almost I don't know challenge. Uh, challenge the Brooklyn defense a little more and, you know, they're not known for their defense and, you know, Jeff Green, having Jeff Green out, that's a big big play um, for Brooklyn, obviously. Um, But also, the Celtics stood up on defense, you know. Um, If you can stop the big three and obviously Kyrie not having a a big game, you know, he 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 give him another 10-15 points and that easily could have swung the other way, which could easily happen in game four, but um, I think they had a bit of confidence at home, and um, you know the other thing is that uh, you may have heard on the on the broadcast, but um, for the next next home game, you know Massachusetts, they, their COVID restrictions are dropped, so they're expecting a full full house. So that could also work in the favour of Boston having a full house for their you know second home game of the season. You might get Tatum and having another big game, and also Kimba, who's mostly contributed a little bit on the defence in the series to begin with, but. Yeah, you know, if he avoids foul trouble and gets fire catches fire from three, then it could be easily two two. I'm um, heading back to Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, that I, I did hear that they mentioned seventeen thousand are allowed yeah. to come in the stadium next um next game. Yeah, and we'll, we'll probably we'll probably talk more on that um later on. But man, it's good to see the crowds back in the stadiums. You know.
1: Yeah, it, it adds uh, it adds another layer, and I think you know the players have been wanting that for a long time. So. Um, you know, without the crowd, it's like they're playing professional pickup ball, and I'm pretty sure they they want to feed off the energy that the crowd brings.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um, Boston to tie up the series and uh, next game.
1: No. I'd like to. Uh, I'll say yes because that'll give me my uh, that'll give me my four two series. So I'll say they'll take take the second home game. They'll take game four. Nice, nice. <laughs>
0: Okay, I just want to go um, down the um, the different series because this um, this first round of the playoffs has been has been really awesome, eh? Like each game has been exciting to watch. There've been some some close ones, you know, and just the quality of the games have just carried on from the um, playing tournament. So, just going down the list, I just want to go to um, the next game in the East, the Philadelphia Washington Wizards. Have you been keeping up with that with that one?
1: Um, a little bit. Um... You know i've seen seen uh russell struggling a, a little bit um you know bradley bill still keeping his, his scoring high but um yeah 76 is they they baffle me you know especially ben simmons i'm not saying he's good but you know to have a point guard uh so highly regarded who just never shoots a three um but yeah i mean i'm just looking at the i'm looking at the um the bracket now, and basically at the moment, you've only got Philly and and the Bucks who have uh, the clean clean run so far. Philly's up two zero, and and the Bucks are up three zero. So um, outside of that, you know, all of the other series are super close and at least competitive at the moment. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't think Philly, I don't think Philly have anything to worry about in that in that series.
0: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned. Um the guy ben simmons because i think i've heard stories about him his conf his his confidence is not there and because the, i haven't i haven't watched the game of, of this series so the the story i've been hearing is that his his confidence is is shot but um that they, they have some balanced scoring so i can see on the the box scores there the on the last game they've had they won a pretty even scoring distribution among the starting five um Seth Curry, he's on that team, so I, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I mean, they've, they've got a really solid team. They got Seth, Seth Curry. They got Tobias Harris. Obviously, Joel Embiid, um, Danny, Danny Green. Green. Yeah, yep. won one titles with the Spurs and and the Lakers. So he's you know he's a he's a solid vet as well. And when he gets hot from the three line, so yeah, I mean they they've got a really good team on on paper. So they shouldn't really struggle um, from offense.
0: Yeah, and those guys that surround Ben Simmons and Joel, Joel Embiid got a lot of experience there because he got George Hill on, on, the, on the bench, coming off the bench there. Yeah, Dwight Howard too. So mm. you know, it's, it's, it's pretty solid, uh, pretty solid role players there mm. in the Philadelphia. But um, but yeah, that that last game also had its had its drama with the the popcorn throwing on um, uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, and and you know that same that same day there were other incidents as well across the league. So, someone spat at uh, Trey Young. Mm. There was some racist remarks, eh, at Utah. Yeah. Um, on who? Who? Who were they? Who was it? it was it was someone's mother? Yeah, no, Oh, was it?
1: Um, was it? Ja- no, it wasn't. Morant, was it?
0: I don't... Oh, Morant's mother. Eh? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. She was in the stands there. But uh, <laughs> but, what was your take on those um, extracurricular activities there from the crowds? Because I I know, when you when you spent your time in uh in the state up bit a bit Boston, mm. going to the games like is is that the the way it is what the fans are that they're that passionate you know these things will happen
1: yeah i mean i mean new england sports fans to begin with you know uh, i i loved my time there but you know they're they're kind of like uh maybe blue supporters or crusader supporters you know they're they're pretty one eyed so um they can be quite passionate um but like when it when it comes to a lot of the extracurricular stuff like in general you know I've, this is just me I feel like the league's got like way too soft when you look back in the days of like run out tests going into the crowd and like having punch ups with the crowds and stuff and even even the on court stuff um, you know and and you know this is just my opinion but I feel like whenever there's any sort of off court uh, uh, sort of shenanigans going on a lot of it is from like Russell Westbrook and I feel like he's you know he's got he's got to pick his moments like if someone threw popcorn at you like no big deal like the, the the racist stuff and the spitting like that's different like that's definitely that that, that should not be um okay anywhere. but like popcorn it's like you know he's, he's got to pick his moment sometimes he's a bit precious but he's, he's just a passionate guy you know so but for me i think certain things you know they just gotta not be so soft about but yeah when you're, you're talking about like those racist slurs and like spitting and stuff like there's definitely lines that need to be drawn. And, you know, I even saw LeBron, like, comment on it. He was, like, I think he was on Twitter as soon as the popcorn incident happened. He was like, oh, you know, cameraman, you got so many camera angles, like, I'm pretty sure you could show us the guy that threw popcorn at Westbrook. And, like, you know, he's not wrong. Surely they would have called that on camera. So, um, yeah, uh, I mean, there's, uh, it's the same thing in rugby, right? Like, just because it's more of a context sport, or like, NFL, like, you wouldn't catch a anyone like trying to throw stuff at a rugby player or like a nfl player because they'll probably come and hunt you down like it's just it's just a, it's it's a level of respect and like you know if you want to you know try and roll people up it's all good but yeah there's, there's definitely a line
0: yeah yeah there is definitely a line but so but you know when i think about it i'm i'm sort of jealous say eh, that um the fans in america you know they're so passionate about their sports teams it's real tribal eh? it's yeah. real tribal and so you know things can get out of hand they can do some spitting or some racist slurs or but that's just all comes from the passion of they have for their team and yeah. and and probably the hatred they have for the opposition you know it's 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 probably it, that that's the thing that like sort of t- tips it over the edge that makes it you know um disgusting or you know something yeah. like that but but no, nah, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely into I'm definitely into all the um, the passionate um, supporting. You know, when I, when I think about how we are back in New Zealand, with, with your experience over there? When when you're a, when you're sitting in the stands watching the Boston Celtics, do you sort of see the difference there? Like when when you when you're amongst the crowd, and then you, you think back to <coughs> what the crowds are like back in New Zealand. What was it like for you over there? <laughs>
1: Like I, have never been to um, like a, a football game in Europe or anything, but I've had friends that go and just say like the level of passion and everything is like unreal. And same thing, you know, going to like an NBA game or uh, NHL or, or um, baseball, like the crowds just so passionate. And um, you know, if you if you see so like if you go to a Red Sox game and you saw some Yankee supporters or like the players' wives in their little booth area, like people definitely like get you know rock them up and stuff and and. Yeah, I mean, you know, I went, I went to, like, the Blues Chiefs a couple of weeks ago wearing my Chiefs, Chiefs shirt, and, like, you know, no one was really giving me any dramas. Like, you almost <laughs> wish that you were, like, public enemy number one and people just be, like, in your face because, you know, it's all passion and, and light because they're passionate about their team. But, yeah, it's pretty chill here. You can definitely, like, have a beer with a someone from the other team, you know, a supporter from the other team, and it's pretty light-hearted. So I, I do miss that passion that people have for their teams. You know, it's like... It's almost like it's their country it's like what we'd have for the all blacks but just in your local team which is which is awesome
0: i was just thinking about the um the incidents that happened in the nba with the spinning and that and then thinking um you probably probably get some of some of that in the in the club games or the school games you know you get those you get the the, that level of passion of the parents you know watching on the sideline and getting into it like that. But,
1: um, the like, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> that you see here is for, you know, MMT. They, 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 they,
0: they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, um, I think, um, the Wizards will play again tomorrow. I think, um, you know, they lose that one. It's, it's game over. I think, uh, clean sweep there. Yeah. Clean yeah. sweep for the 76ers. Yeah. Cause I think, I don't, I don't know if 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 Westbrook's gonna be playing. He's he streaked his um ankle. Yeah. So he might be um under injury cloud the next game. Mm. So Yeah, I'd say Washington
1: uh, Washington, uh I'd say Philly sweep that. Get through easy.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay, we'll go we'll come to the um the Milky Bucks and the Miami Heat. Now Milky is up three nil. Now I watched the I watched I watched the game. I watched the game did they play yesterday or or they played yesterday yeah and that looks man it was hard to watch miami i was a miami fan when Dwayne wade was there and you know and 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 they did beat milwaukee last year so this sort of like a revenge series for milwaukee and it looks like they're gonna get their revenge because up 3-0 no no team has ever come back 3-0 and just looking at the way miami played especially the last game man they're just they got no answers They've got no answers. I don't think Jeremy Butler is where he was. Where he was last year, he's sort of inconsistent now. Bam, bam. He's um he's not he's not really there. They they look like a different team. I think with M- Milwaukee, they've added Drew Holiday, mm. and I think he's been the big biggest difference for for them. How 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 about you? How how do you see that series?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you know, not many teams have come back like three. 3-0 or 3-1 um, in history, you know, the most recent was a team that had LeBron James so it's a little bit different comeback from 3-1 but um, yeah, it's almost like the Bucks have kind of been, not coasting but kind of just doing what they needed to without tanking throughout the whole season who knows, maybe they wanted to come up against Miami and prove themselves from last year but um, they've definitely hit some form and, um, you know, got a lot of the role players who are, who are really stepping up and and one guy who probably didn't have as good a season last year, who's like really showing his um, value di like in this series is Chris Middleton as well. Um, like he's he's really helping out. And as you said, Drew Holiday, I think he's a smart um, guard, and he he adds a lot to be able to spread the spread the um, the defense and give a lot more room for for Middleton and Giannis as well to really do what they do. So. Um, yeah, that might also be a sweep. So, um, yeah, it's they, they. I mean, when you look at the rest of the ladder, like they're pretty much the the two teams, Milwaukee and and Philly, who are kind of holding true to their their place in the ladder at the moment.
0: Mm, mm. Uh, I heard Shakir on TNT and he 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 called uh, uh Miami to tie the series. Now, now it's funny in that comment because he didn't say Miami will win. So I guess he's saying they'll tie the series and then. Then Moki will win Game Seven,
1: yeah. so
0: so we'll see. But I don't I don't think I think if um yeah I think there's a chance that Miami could come back and win the next game. But now they've yes. got the, the, they're going to be sitting home.
1: Yeah, they they're just not playing with that same fire that they had last year. Like they they had nothing to lose last year, and they, you know they had a chip on their shoulder. But this year it's kind of like you looked up to that last year, but m- might be like haunting them this year a little bit. Their expectation might be crushing them a little bit.
0: Drew Holiday's like a guy for me, being up and down for me, because, man, I, I hated him when he killed my uh, Blazers in that last in last year's, or oh, two years ago, when um, he was with the Pelicans. And um, it was him alone that that sent my Blazers home that, that sees him. So I hated him for that. But um, he's a good player. And like I remembered him when he was back with um, the 76 Sixers. So that was the start of the Tr- Trust the Process thing campaign. Where they were tanking just to get the high picks. So, if you think about, if I think about that backcourt, it was Drew Holiday and Lou Williams. And, man, if they still had them now, the, the, I think that would be one of the top backcourts r- right now. Because, man, I love Lou Williams, A eh? That guy. He's a man. He's sixth man of the year. Uh, last year. Uh, or yeah. previous year. Uh, maybe even being two the years in anyway. a row. I think it was like two years in a row, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that 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 was something to for me to think about. Anyway, <laughs> okay, um, and then we come to um, the game that just passed, and uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the uh, Boston Celtics two one to Brooklyn. So how so we, we talked a bit about that already. How how do you think the next few games are going to go there?
1: Um, well, it's funny because you mentioned Shaq said that Miami would would tie the series, not win it, but tie it. Like, I just found that clip. Couple of days ago, from uh, Charles Barkley, had his yes. uh, guarantee button, and he guaranteed that the Nets would sweep Boston. So, uh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that, that made me feel good that he, he's really wrong there. But um, yeah, uh, I still think that. I'm uh, uh, hopeful that Boston could take the next game, but then they'll they'll probably drop two in a row. I, I don't really see them getting. Uh, yeah, uh, I still think four two, w- which is. Probably already them overachieving with the loss of Jalen Brown. I think one win is already uh, overachieving against the stack team, but I think to expect um, Tatum to get two 50-point games or three 50-point games in a row and if, uh, you know, Kimber can't kind of find his rhythm, yeah, I I don't see it going past six, but um, I think they'll be happy with where they come uh, not to get swept against such a a prolific team, you know, I mean, the big three, today went for 80 points, uh, or no, that was just KD, and Harden went for 80 points, and, you know, that sounds good for, for two all-stars, but then also, when you think, Tatum went for 50, and took two players to get 80, you know, that, that just shows what he's, um, what he's capable of, only at 23 years old, but, um, yeah, I'll say Brooklyn probably takes it 4-2. Do you
0: think that this, the year, for jason tatum being one of the top players now do you think this would be his i know he's a good player he's been you know he's had his games but being and being on the big stage in 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 the playoffs i know this is the first round but that performance he had today i mean that was something for only the top tier players would would have a experience so because when when i I was watching that game and he he did his 50 point game and then i watched the um the dallas game and i was thinking about luca now he's another player and i was thinking you know how in the 80s we had um magic johnson versus bird do you think in the future we'll have that kind of rivalry with with dallas and boston in the finals like meeting and have jason tatum versus um, luca because i can i can really see that <clears throat>
1: yeah uh, you, you could have those two but you know you could also have uh you know Morant, like and you know, he got 47 points in that other game you know so I mean you you got the the next generation of these young guys coming up and um, you know even looking at Trey Young, you know, he what twenty one points and, and fourteen assists today. Um, you know, which is another like that series. His his um his old school mentality with his just you know, he don't give her and so I'll oh, be got you in the A next game. Like honestly I was probably going for the Knicks before, you know, just before the series started, but like his mentality is like, got me hoping that they actually knocked them off. Like there's, there's so many storylines, like in that series, you got D Rose coming back and, you know, working his way into the starting team. And, but then you got Trey, like with that attitude, like, but there's so many young guys coming up anyway. Um, and yeah, it's, I think the league's in a good, good place, but yeah, I, I'd say if you're asking if, if Tatum is like the number one guy on the, on the Celtics now, um, i'd say he's probably number one and and even brown's number two uh above Kimba, because um you know the only other guy to get a 60 point game in the celtics jersey was a guy named larry bird and he, you know he did that in his early 30s or late 20s and tatum did that at 23 so um i think it's a turning point for him in his career and i think he's definitely going to be like a, a standout all-star moving into next season
0: yeah yeah, you're absolutely right about the young guys, you know, th- this is their time to shine, and they have been shining. You know, you, m- you mentioned Jarrah and Matt there, and we'll talk about their series soon, but Jarrah Morant, he's been my favorite, you know. And this is only his uh, second year. It's-, it's just been awesome. Um, talking about um, Trey Young versus the Knicks, we'll talk about that series right now. So I'm like you, man. Like, I was on the Knicks, um, you know, just because they made it to the playoffs for the first time since 2013. And I was on their bandwagon. Because that was the first time I saw the crowd in game one at MSG. And man, it was so, it was a party atmosphere in MSG. You know, Spike Lee was there dancing, you know, or the crowd was there and like jumping up and down. And you could just, you know, you can tell that that city was longing for a playoff game for a long time. Eh? And, and you can could, you could see how happy they were to see their team back in the playoffs. So I was on the board, uh, Nick Spanwagon, because of that. And it was funny because I don't know if you listened to um, Jalen and Jacoby. Dave Jacoby, he was talking about how, you know, everybody in New York, they just don't care about Brooklyn Nets. Eh? And everybody lo- everybody is uh, loving New York Knicks, you know. But that series, like, I, w- I watched the game today. I watched the, the the game three today. It was back in Atlanta. And uh, Atlanta won that game. So it's 2-1. It's 2-1 to Atlanta. But, man, that that was a hard game to watch if you're a New York Knicks fan i mean they had no offensive answer for anything you know d rose he was the top scorer and he was the only scorer you know it was hard to watch it was hard to watch julius Randle. it was like he couldn't buy a shot or he wasn't interested you know he he would drive in and then drive out and pass it out and it was like he was scared or something you know and to me that's not new york way man that's not new york knicks kind of play man you know you gotta play with heart man you gotta attack the basket every time but i don't know they, you know he they he, he had a good season you know and you wanted that to reflect in the playoffs and it's not it's it's not it's not reflecting anywhere and you know there was conversations around him being the mvp he was in the mvp talks during the season you know and um he won that um most approved player award and so it's, it doesn't look like uh you know and in, in the playoffs, it doesn't look like he he deserves that <laughs> improved player award. <laughs> I don't know, man. But how, how are you finding how are you finding this how do you finding this series?
1: Yeah, I just thought it was funny when I heard uh, that the crowd were giving him an overrated chance to Julius <laughs> Randle. <surrender. laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um out, outside of Derek Rose today. You know, they they just didn't play with that heart that you you'd seen them play with all season. You know, they they had games where they they really fought and um, and battled. And um, you know, they got they got a young team with like RJ Barrett as well. And I mean, Taj Gibson he's he's not a he's not a young guy. You know, he's he's been around for a while. You know, he's basic. He he came from the Bulls as well with um, with D Rose. So the, you know, they're familiar with each other. Um, and tipdo that's so, men yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah it's the, they, they've got a team they've got a nucleus that at least got them this far so they should be able to rely on that to to get them through and you know when you've got when when you're a starting guard and then you've got your your um your bench guard beating you to the spot you know you, you should really be seeing that as a I'm messing up not like oh it's Derek Rose like it doesn't matter because if you're in that starting spot you should not have losing it to Derek Rose and then having him like outperform you so there's something going on where they, they're not kind of pushing each other w- when they should be um, but then you look at the Atlanta Hawks as well and they've got a great team you know they've got Capella who was at the the Rockets for a while so he he's still young as well but he he's a good guy for them to have and then you know, you've got just Trey Young and he's killing it. And even in their second uh, off the bench, they got Dan- uh, Danilo Gallinari. You know, Lou Williams is there as well. So you know, they got great players. And uh, you know, it's a it's a pretty even series. But yeah, based on you know the the fire that that Trey's been playing with, that's that's what tipped my hat towards wanting to support them more. Um, end of the day, it's just whoever's the most um, uh, entertaining to watch.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it has, it has actually been an entertaining series, especially game one when Trey Young got that game winner, and I think the crowd was on his ass like all game. Like I think they were they were swearing at him and stuff, and um, it was it was pretty funny how he scored that last shot and he sort of gave it back to the crowd. He he shushed the crowd.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I can so, see that one potentially going to oh. If, if Atlanta don't do it in six, it'll definitely be a seven-game series, and um, yeah, it's just a shame that whoever wins that is probably going to be too exhausted to comp- compete against uh, 76ers, and they might have an easy stroll to the to the Eastern Conference playoffs. <laughs>
0: Particularly that that last game, that game today, it looked like the bench were doing better than the starting five. This for the New York Knicks. Yeah. Now Emmanuel quickly, he's been pretty good for them, yeah. and um, off the bench, Alec Brooks as well. He's been a spark. So um, I think it'll be you know, it's if if if, if you got Barrett and Randall not doing well, then I don't know if you want to sit them down. I think. I think today the tip of them down extended length of time in the fourth in the fourth quarter. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that. I think be, those guys better step up the next game, otherwise they, they'll be going home.
1: Mm. That's the and, and that's the thing about a seven game series, right? it's seven games, like you know, yesterday, yesterday the, the Celtics were going to get sweeped and then today it's like, oh, you know, there's a sniff, so you know Knicks as well only down uh only down 2-1 so you you could have Rose play the same game that he did today uh in 2 days time and then Randall picks up you know they they split 60 points each so yeah it's definitely uh, entertaining um entertaining first round so far
0: mm-hmm. all right going over to the west um look at the Utah Jazz Memphis Grizzlies series it's tied one all no, I, I never watched the i haven't watched the game yet but jam he's he had a he for 41 47 points last game on the, in the losing effort but as we as we talked about before with the young guys this guy Jaram right he's probably been one of my favorite players in this whole whole playoff so far be being the second year and being a young guy and him and um and dylan brooks you know also been playing well for the memphis grizzlies so you know it showed during their play in the play in tournament they beat um the Warriors, so now they've the now with the Utah Jazz I think Utah Jazz have a have their hands full with the Memphis Grizzlies um the, donovan mitchell was um was um, injured uh was w- w- didn't play game one but he's back now for game two so I think that'll be a hard series how how, how do you think that one will go
1: yeah, I mean, obviously Donovan Mitchell came back and, and showed his class in in that last game and was able to tie the series. But um, yeah, Morant, he's um, and and it's going back to like all the young guys like Tatum and and Luca and Morant. Like sometimes you like try to try and look at a player and you're like, oh yeah, they're definitely like a like a Kobe or a Westbrook or whatever. But I think these young guys are. Um, so talented and have like a hybrid of different players with their skill sets that like it's almost nice you're like you're just you like they're actually they're, they're so unique that they, they don't they're not like anyone else so like you know moran if this is just who he is you know like it's exciting to think about what he could do and at, at the moment this is the only series where i think it could go either way um it just who depends who shows up on the on the day to support their the guy, you know, if go, Gobert and the others can can support uh, Mitchell, you know, it, it could just easily go all to Utah, or if the supporting car shows up and helps Moran, you know, they could upset from the eight seed and, and knock out the number one. So um, this is probably another exciting one, uh, equally as exciting as Knicks and Hawks, but, you know, it's different seeding. So, um, yeah, that's definitely an exciting um, series to watch.
0: Yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's got, I, I better watch the game soon because I haven't seen the game yet. So <laughs> hopefully, I think they're playing tomorrow. I think.
1: Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: sweet. I'll be down for that. It's kind of hard because you know when you work during the week, I, I <laughs> you know I have to wait for the weekends to watch the games. But um, nah, yeah, that that's the one series I gotta start start watching. Um, the next series on the bracket: LA Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. Now, the first two games. Um. Uh, the Clippers lost, and it was like panic stations, I think, for for LA Clippers fans, and and sort of a uh, sort of the rest of the you know the NBA fans are that looking at this Clippers team as like a another failed season. But um, they they won their their first game today, so it's two one now. Mm-hmm. So um, how how do you find how do you find that series? Have you been watching any games in that
1: series? Uh, I haven't been watching, but just kind of been following closely and seeing. Um, yeah, Luke has just really been kind of doing what he needs to and kind of showing his his class and s- for such a young young player in the league. But um, yeah, I mean, it was only a couple of years couple of years ago when we were talking about Porzingis as well, right? Uh, in in New York, and and he got traded to the Mavs and. You know, they're supposed to be a pretty big uh, duo, and he's had a couple of major injuries, but I feel like he hasn't really kind of bounced back to that full potential. So um, he's still kind of there, but I, I feel like if he can really like pick up his game in this series, um, you know, Dallas can, can probably run away with this, um, especially if they take the next game in LA. Uh, oh, no, they're actually there, the lower rank. Yeah, if they can take their next home game as well, because, I mean, they, they took the two games in LA and then just dropped their, their first home game. If they, if they can take the next one, then they got no worries about if they can win in LA because they won the first two games in LA. So um, I think the next game's a big swing. Um, with the Clippers having, you know, Kawhi, if uh, the Clippers get the next game, I, I I would say that they're taking the game in uh, the series. In um, six, if not seven, um, but if Dallas can take the next one, that's it's game over for the Clippers. But um, you know they got they got a good coach at the Clippers, and and I don't know if it's like it's crazy to think about. Is it like the organization are they cursed? Like that you know they've always come so close and never quite got there. Like they've got Doc Rivers, who you know helped the Celtics to their their time as as uh, champs in the Eastern Conference against you know the, the playoffs against the Lakers. And then they've got you know the the uh Kawhi leonard you know who reigning mvp when when the toronto raptors won so th- they don't have a weak team there's just something that just doesn't seem to click at the moment and i don't know if it's a reflection of of the roster or yeah if like it's something crazy like you know they're quite um superstitious over there maybe everyone thinks the clippers are just cursed or something but yeah, it's it's been an interesting it's been an odd series what about you? Who, you? who do you think is going to take this one out?
0: I think if the Clippers um, tie it up next game, it's going to go to Game Seven, and I think the the Clippers will get over their home losses and win that Game Seven. So I think that's the key for for the Clippers anyway. But yeah, that that curse it looks like you know it's it's, it's here. You know, um, I know poor George hasn't been the best in the playoffs uh, previous ones, and you know they've I think he's got a nickname Playoff P or. Playoff ball. Right? Pandemic pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it doesn't show up.
0: It doesn't show up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and Kawhi, I don't think Kawhi has done anything since he won a championship with the Raptors. Um, you know, and we always go back to that last shot he did to win the game, win the series against um 76ers when the ball bounced around the rim and in then, like, I think that was the last thing. Last amazing thing he's done, and that was a couple of years ago. So, yeah. So, hopefully, hopefully the Clippers will come on top and and sort of make sense of their sort of tanking in the playoff for playoff position there. <laughs> because man, if they lost, if they lose the series against Dallas, you know everyone be looking at that at that decision to tank where that was. Or, but you know that's been a narrative. You know with the with with the media over there that you know they're attacking to avoid the lakers but you know sometimes you know you got to rest your main players for the playoffs and you know like no one's talking about that like if you know so maybe by resting paul george and Kawhi for the playoffs and them losing those games they sort of need to get back into it you know those two have to get back into it so makes sense they lost those two games but you know they're, they're professionals you shouldn't really lose games because you know
1: <laughs> Warm up, warming up
0: warming up yeah that's right that's right <laughs> okay so now we come to oh man the next series my portland childblazers versus denver nuggets now i watched the, the game yesterday so that series then was up two and one. So 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 they beat the Blazers yesterday, and man, I watched the I watched the last two quarters. I was in my car and stuck in traffic with the with my phone playing the game and just listening to the game, and uh, man, you know Portland Trailers, pull the Trail Blazers, they're a three point shooting team, and those guys they live and die by the free. you know. So if they're off. They're gonna lose, and they were off that game, that last game. They were off. I mean, they couldn't hit anything, um, and and that's been the story, and that's gonna be the story. I think, you know, for 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 the, for the Blazers, um, that 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 last quarter, Austin Rivers, he killed us. He killed us with those four three pointers down the stretch. You know, And that guy's a, sh- a streaky shooter. He's gonna do that. But I can't believe it was the Rivers that that killed us, you know. But um, that that's a uh, it's to be a hard series, and that's a that's the perfect example of not looking at the at the season results, you know, because it was kind of even. I think um, it was kind of it was kind of even series, um, a s- a season series, but it looked like um, the Blazers at the upper hand, especially since. Um, more Murrays out. so yeah hopefully hopefully the the bases will win the series since that's my team I support but again bases are the uh, uh, bases live and die by the three and so they need to be on and their freeze to win the series
1: yeah I mean you know they are they, uh, they're not as bad as the clippers because you know they've they've had some success but um you know this is the perfect the perfect opportunity for them to really kind of, you know, look look at how they're playing and adjust. You know, I know that, you know, they live and die by the three and they got, you know, McComb and, and um, Lilith and, and even uh, Carmelo, you know, when they're hot, they're hot. But, you know, they should be looking at, at the the um, loss of Murray as, as a place that they can really sort of pounce and um, take advantage of. Um, cause you know, Murray's a great, he's a great all around young guard and, um, yeah, they're, they're just not really kind of capitalizing on it. Cause as you see, you know, Rivers is, you know, he's, he, he's, he's a solid player, but he's, you know, he's a journeyman. He's not like a, he's not, a, he's not a go-to guy that you hand the ball to at the end. Um, you know, probably give it to Porter, um, or Jokic over him. So, um, yeah, I mean the fact that Denver have Jokic is probably the only thing that may keep them in this um, keep them in this uh, tournament uh, in this round. But when you when you look at the teams, you know, you definitely I would back Portland. You know, if they win the next game, you know, it's just like like the previous years we talked about. They're down two one, but if they win the next game, uh, there's every chance that they could take it to seven and and, and pull the the upset off over Denver. Um, but you know their their is in their hands they just really need to to reassess and and see if they can do something differently to what they've done in the past because they they always seem to get at least to run one in the playoffs and then something just doesn't click
0: yeah Jokic has been a beast in this series and you know i, I never really watched them play during the season and it took me by surprise that he was in the mvp conversation but but by but, but watching them play against the blazers man i can understand why he is unstoppable and the blazers don't have an answer for for jokic in the paint i mean he's got these moves that like fucking, he's everywhere he's like doing all these dance moves in the paint and and and, and scoring over in his cancer and um and nurk so he's an automatic two-pointer that guy and i think i think even even those game the game that they lost the the blazers he was an automatic two-pointer guy but again the Blazers were on on uh, beyond the three point line so the three points is always <laughs> the three points is one point more than a two so so so, so that, that was the reason why they won but again, but no nah, they don't have an answer for um for for Jokic down low um i thought Aaron Gordon is another guy that sort of stepped up steps up too so you know we talked about the loss of of Jamal Murray, but you know they've they've got they compensate with um Aaron Aaron Gordon at the back there. So you know yeah,
1: AG's definitely a a solid um solid addition to their to their roster. And you know when they got Murray back, you know having him be the distributor or whatever, you know that might help elevate them even more. But um, yeah, they've got a solid team. And even uh, uh Porter Jr. from last season, he really kind of showed his worth. Like he's 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 doing solid work this season as well. So. Um, yeah, when he comes back. You know, that's that's a scary looking Denver team. So um, they might they might put some more pressure um, on those guys at, at the top of the table. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. Go to Blazers. <laughs> in the game, it's Blazers in seven games, Blazers and seven. Yeah, yeah. Hope so. Because then we'll be facing the uh, next series, the one of the next series, which is Phoenix and LA. Now, I don't know about you, man, but this is another entertaining s- series, this one. And if you mean entertaining by all the, the acting that's going on <laughs> on the, the Lakers side, well, you get some of that too. So so the Lakers are up 2-1. And I could say that I'm hoping the Lakers lose. <laughs> but, man, I I haven't watched the full game in this series. I've watched bits. I've watched, I've watched the fourth quarter in the first game When f- when Phoenix won. And then the, the two wins by LA, it's sort of like LA is hitting their straps now. They've been the team that's at the beginning of the season, I thought, you know, they're, they're going to win this whole thing again. And then, you know, they have LeBron's health and um, AD's half sort of um, stuff things up during the season. And then side of the playoffs, you've sort of thought, you know, they probably need some time to get back into it to start being where they were before. And I think if this season goes, if the series goes even longer, it's gonna benefit LA LA Lakers if they don't if they don't if they don't win the next two games straight away. But um, yeah, entertaining says entertaining series. Th- this one, you 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 love to hate um, LA Lakers uh, win, and the and the, and and you and the, and the beat LA chance. It's good to hear over in Phoenix. <laughs> I
1: think it's. Um... Yeah, it's almost like contrasting. You know how like Kawhi and, and PG rested and they're taking their time to get back into it, but you know LeBron and AD rested and they just straight pick straight pick up straight back where they left off. Like, um, it's it's hard to, for me, it's hard to bet against LeBron when he's playing like this. And then you got AD and they automatically just you know game one they were pretty sloppy and then, you know thirty point performances by, by AD and then. If it wasn't triple double, you know, maybe two double doubles by LeBron, like, um, you know, he's so good at his acting. Like, was he acting being injured the whole whole season to like save his save his gas for the playoffs? Um, who knows? But as much as I'd love uh, Phoenix to to go all the way, when you got LeBron and AD playing like this, like, it's just so it's so demotivating because they're probably just gonna. <laughs> Just going to, you know, win in seven games or maybe they'll win in five. Who knows? Maybe they'll just take the next two and just stroll on. And But, yeah, I mean, from as, when you've seen LeBron and AD do this before, it doesn't matter if they're first or seventh or eighth. Like, you know, for me, the turning point for them in the season was the game that they had against the Warriors because that was a tough game and that intensity and that maybe just, you know, flicked the switch for them and now they're just in crazy mode and they're just on on a path to you know another ring for lebron who knows
0: yeah yeah i think the key for phoenix is going to be cp3 and he's been he's injured you can tell he's he's playing with pain in there and sort of for me it sort of robbed me of how good the series could be you know the potential of the series like you don't want you don't want your stars to be injured and playing in pain because you want them to be at you know you want them to be on the court and the last game cp 3 wasn't on the court the last in the in the final quarter you know so that's a big loss to uh phoenix if he continues to um you know be out be limited minutes because of that but um yeah man um the acting (laughs) so how do you feel about the acting going on over there I mean, that's yeah, why he went to play. LA, right? So he could be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. You see so many other games, and, like, even today, you know, some of the um, commentators having a having a go at, like, Marcus Smart, and, you know, oh, that's a major flop and this and that, but it's, like, when it's LeBron, like, are they just paid not to, like, say anything? Like, he's the ultimate, like, you know, in that Warriors game where he, you know, he's like, oh, I can't see, like, Draymond poked his eye out, and then he sinks that massive three. It's like what do you want about bro like he, he's the ultimate actor and even when you see him like fell on his shoulder that other game and then when you compare it to like durant who like had that massive fall on his shoulder and durant was just like is that a foul like he, he just got up and got on with it like yeah. that's that's really like contrasting and lebron doesn't need to do that like he's he's so high above other people that you know his he's got that legacy that you almost think it's almost just kind of not tarnishing it, but it's like, come on, bro. You don't need to like act. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah. it'd be like if Dan Carter was just like flopping every time he got tackled <laughs> <laughs> or like Richie McCall.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no, nah, definitely. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, cool. So yeah, the last thing on, uh, on, a t- Last thing I want to touch on on this episode is the... I don't know if you've caught up with the happening off off the court. Like, so, Kwame Brown has been a bit of a internet sensation in the last few weeks. Um, coming online and um, responding to some comments made about his uh, gameplay. Especially on the all, all the Smoke podcasts with Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, and, um, and Gilbert Arenas. So, they sort of criticized uh, why, you know, he was not as good as a player that Michael Jordan thought he would be. If you remember, he was drafted number one pick from high school f- by Michael Jordan into the, the Washington mm-hmm. Wizards. And if if it wasn't for a- a- Anthony Bennett, um, Corbyn Brown would have been the worst draft pick in NBA history. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, so he's come back and um, responded, had all these videos on Instagram and Facebook and, and YouTube. Just, uh, you know, going a back and forth. He's, like, calling out all these ex-players, uh, even some media people like Stephen A. Smith and, and Jalen Rose. Um, I think uh, Sh- Shalem the God has some things to say on his radio show. But, uh, yeah, w- any thoughts about all this and, and what do you make of it?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, one of my mates um, at work was talking about it too. He really talked about, like, NFL and an nba and kind of players getting caught out and stuff like that but um yeah i, I do not look i don't look too much into this but um yeah i, I think it's kind of hard you know kind of when someone like I, I feel like that's potentially unfair um sort of scrutiny to live up to just because you know the, one of the greatest basketball players in the of all time picks you and then says you're earmark to be this and that and whether you live up to it or not like i mean th- th- there's only gonna go one of two ways you're either gonna be that next person or you're not like there's no in between right so like i feel like some of it's not on him but uh, but as again i said i haven't looked into it so i don't know if he was talking any trash and like actually saying yeah i am this i am that and then didn't live up to it like if if he was doing that then like you just gotta own it but you know, if it was literally just, like, the expectation of one of the goats and then you're not living up to the goats' expectations because they're, like, building you up, like, that's kind of hard. Um, but, yeah, like, was was he kind of, was he talking himself up as well or was it just Jordan that kind of gave the expectation on him?
0: According to Gilbert Arenas, when he was a guest on, on Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson's podcast, he was just saying that he reckons, you know, was Michael Jordan drafting a high school kid? And automatically, his, his expectations to be part of adults because he is young. There's a communication thing, you know, between experienced older person, experience and guy coming from a high school. So, the transition is was probably too big for him to, to get used to it all, you know. And I think that added a lot of pressure. But I think the what I got out of that all the smoke podcast because I did I did listen to it and what they said they had they had said nothing about his personality or his character. All they did say was talk about um, he wasn't a really good player. He wasn't. He probably wasn't ready, and it was probably Michael Jordan's fault, or probably the 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 situation. And then I think Kobe um, Brown took offense to that and started doing his rants on social media. But he 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 was attacking them. He was attacking his criticizers personally, like talking about their families and stuff like that. And 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 Stephen A. Smith came back and sort of responded on the show Stephen A's World that you know it's not about you know it's if he said he said he said look if if you're a professional sports person you know and and you and you're playing in the best league in the world the best basketball league in the world and you're putting your 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 you're putting your your talents in there on public display so you know you the public can comment about your your game and and if you weren't good if you weren't if you weren't, if you weren't good enough, then you should allow these comments to happen and you to be criticised. Because it's got nothing to do with your personality. It's just, it's just fans, you know, wanting their team to win. And if you're not as good, then you, 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 you then you're gonna get the, you know, you're gonna get all the slack. So, so that that was an interesting, um, interesting re- response.
1: I will agree with Stephen A. on that. I'll agree
0: with him on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man, no, these playoffs have been really exciting. I've been really enjoying... I've been really enjoying watching the games. Um, I can't wait for tomorrow. I'll watch tomorrow's games, all of them. Um, it's funny because in contrast to what's happening over there in Super Rugby, especially Super Rugby Trans-Tasman, it hasn't been that exciting. Like, you know, Australia is just no, no good... Australian teams are just hopeless, you know? They're no good, and New Zealand's just w- walking all over them. Every game has been a blowout. It's, to me, this competition is not exciting. It's a waste of time. I think the organisers of the Trans-Tasman Comp got it wrong. And they should be, you know... I think they should cut the whole competition short. Cut it short. It's it's not working. It's not working. And because it's not exciting, I haven't been watching a full game. You know? I've been turning it off halfway through the second half. Because... There's no, there's no competition, so I, I just rather to watch NBA basketball. <laughs> how
1: about, how about you? Yeah, uh, I agree. I think on all levels, it hasn't, it hasn't delivered. Um, obviously, firstly, the competitiveness. Um, secondly, probably financially. Like I think they said, um, at least if you, like compare a viewership of you know the Aotearoa Super Rugby competition was like three hundred thousand TV viewers. The first two rounds of Trans Tasman there was like a hundred k each, each week, and then probably ticket sales as well. So like financially, it has you know hasn't been a success. But yeah, I think we definitely need to be playing South Africans. We need to be playing. Um, we need the Mana Pacifica and the Drua. Like we need we we need those teams a little bit more variation. Um, and I mean, even thinking about how they were gonna you know who knows what's happening now when they were going to can the Sunwolves before COVID like you get some of those players that have been playing elsewhere like Himo at the Highlanders like that number 8 man he's you get a team that's pretty much close to like the Japanese national team playing in Super Rugby. like that's the type of stuff we need to watch and um yeah, I mean also Crusaders and like Chiefs are like the New Zealand table switch like why are the Blues on top like it's definitely You know, this competition's not real. You got the you got the Blues and the Hurricanes in first and second. What's that all about? <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. And, and that's been a big part of why this competition is sort of like a fail to be because now it's not a race of who wins the game It's a race of who can get five bonus points. Yeah, because that's the way it's gonna be because at the moment you got all the Australian teams on the bottom half of the table. They're all they're out. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, there's no, and there's no like, um, yeah, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no race for the final anymore. It's just a race for the to get in the five, uh, the five points, the maximum points. Yeah. And I think you see at the top of the table, the Blues and the Hurricanes both have maximum points. Now the Blues have to get maximum points against the Brumbies tonight to stay on top. Then it's. think it's a wrap And and then it's a wrap i mean i mean see the 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 teams three four and five so they're the highlanders crusaders and chiefs i mean they can they can get five points right and and still not make it yeah so the thing is for the hurricanes and blues all they have to do is win five points every week and then those two are in the final (laughs) and... <laughs> but
1: I think, you know, it's, it's going to be good for New Zealand rugby, right? Because you had, you had the Blues, uh, you had the Chiefs and the Crusaders, obviously, top of, uh, rugby Aotearoa, any of the other three teams to be on top. Like, it's it's well-rounding. It's, it's giving confidence between all, all five of our teams. But, yeah, I mean, who, who even knows how the Lions in South Africa is going to go? So I don't think South Africa played at all last year. So, you know, they're defending champs. But... You know what are they going to be like? So I think that's going to be an interesting series against the Lions too. So, um, you know, maybe we're maybe we are the best country at the moment. Like the Six Nations was, you know, England was at at the bottom. So, yeah, it's just hard to see what world rugby is going to be like for the next World Cup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Choice, man. On saying that, the Hurricane, uh, the Crusaders are playing right now against the World Waratahs. So that's going to be a <laughs> blowout i mean they scored 60 points on the on the on the on the reds or the the brumbies
1: yeah whoever won the australian version they beat the their champs
0: it
1: mm. <laughs> was the brumbies yeah
0: <laughs> sweet man that's
1: us um yeah no it was awesome to be here man really enjoyed having a, a breakdown of the the nba playoffs and uh yeah getting our predictions in now so we can see how we fare next week
0: yeah man nah we'll we'll be back doing this again Thanks for jumping on board, man. Sweet man, thanks for me. Alright. Blazers. Go Blazers.